Welcome to the Clean Speech Colorado podcast. I'm Rafi Liban. My co-hosts and I are delighted to share this 30-day series with you in the hope that it will rock your world in a good way, of course. Clean Speech Colorado is a community-wide education and awareness campaign with the goal of uniting us in the practice of Jewish mindful speech. As part of the campaign, the short, meaningful lessons in this podcast will give you the tools you need to build a more positive, respectful, and peaceful world. Speaking is the single most common activity of our lives, except maybe for breathing. And the better we are at it, the better our lives will be. It's that simple. With the insights presented in this month, each and every one of us can be more mindful of the way we speak to one another and surround ourselves with peace and happiness. To learn more, go to cleanspeechcolorado.org and sign up. And now for today's insight. So much love never Clean Speech Colorado Day 10, The Absent-Minded Professor Laura felt the tension building up inside. How could she tell her husband that she lost her passport? They were supposed to leave for the airport in 20 minutes to fly to Israel. Where did she have it last? Oh yes, in Aspen, three hours away. You're like a little kid, he would chide her. You can't remember anything. You need a babysitter. It was true that Laura had a rather poor memory for the details of life. Not only did she seem to forget about objects, she tended to forget appointments and social engagements. It wasn't a lack of intelligence or even a lack of caring. It was just the way her mind worked. She had complete mastery of the complex field of software design in which she worked, but apparently had little available space in her own personal hard drive. Many people find that the myriad commitments, activities, and worries of life overpower their ability to stay focused. Then there are those who were just not blessed with good memories or suffer from attention deficit disorder or, in the case of elderly people, senior moments or actual dementia. It's easy to become impatient with other people's lapses, like the parent who fumes while their child searches for his lost homework and misses the bus. Oh, you'd lose your head if it weren't attached. Or the child who constantly interrupts their elderly parent's sentence, supplying the simple word they can't seem to come up with. Granted, such lapses often present an inconvenience, sometimes a significant one. Nonetheless, insulting the person who has caused the inconvenience or the loss by their forgetfulness does nothing to mitigate the damage. Even worse, criticizing someone for the memory lapse is a guaranteed way to make them feel unintelligent, irresponsible, and childish. A clear-cut case of Onas Devarim. Rather than than issuing insults, if you notice that someone has difficulty remembering things, You can help or offer advice. There are numerous apps and devices that can alert people to important dates and appointments. There are simple routines that can be established to help children remember their belongings and homework. An elderly person might need someone to help them keep their papers and bills in order. In some cases, patience and acceptance are the only viable responses. Whatever the response, the words you choose and the tone of your voice can express compassion and empathy. Very likely, your forgetful parent, child, or friend doesn't want to cause you the inconvenience any more than you want to experience it. Try this at home. Today, when something happens that slows you down or gets in your way, put yourselves in the shoes of whomever caused the situation, rather than thinking of your own inconvenience. Colorado.